Welcome to the podcast of Local Community Church. Thanks for joining us. This recording is from one of our online services while we're unable to meet together. We hope it will encourage and inspire you in your faith journey. Hey everyone, welcome to church. So good to have you with us here again today. Yeah, we just so appreciate you guys coming online and making that effort to still connect as a community. Even if it's your lounge room to ours, that's yeah. kind of what it looks like at the moment. But well, thanks for coming and being with that's us. That's right. Well, strange times we're living in, but you're here and we're here and this is what church looks like at the moment. So yeah. if you're with us um, for the first time today, uh, thank you that you're online. So we are in our series that we're working through Acts. We're up to Acts chapter 6, so mm-hmm. we're kind of getting some momentum now. And uh, we're going to read today from Acts chapter 6, verse 1 to 7. And just going to put up the slide from Lockie. Uh, that he's been doing for us and he's still working there in the background helping us with all our graphics and social media and this is a cool one today uh, which is this uh, title called Where Do You Serve? Uh, But let's read from Acts chapter 6 and it says Now in these days when the disciples were increasing in number uh, complaint by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution the Hellenists by the way are the Greek Christians And the twelve summoned the full number of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to the prayer and to the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole gathering, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and Philip, and and then there's a whole list of people which we won't go through. These they set before the apostles, verse 6, and they prayed and they laid their hands on them. And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of these priests came obedient to the faith. So here we are, we're up to chapter 6, and if we think about what's happening is the church is exploding, like the growth Mm. um, is amazing, and a lot of that is being led by the 12 apostles. And then they're finding themselves in this situation where there's a bit of an argument that's come out between the Greek and Hebrew people, and that makes sense um, when it comes to distributing the food. And they realize, hey, we're spending so much time in that area, we're not fulfilling the calling that we've been given. So we need to reorganize ourselves so that we can go and do what God's called us to do and find some people that called to fill this part and uh, I think it's just a really practical kind of lesson that we can learn in terms of how we get organized as the church mm-hmm. and so one of the things we want to talk about uh, to begin with is what I like to think about is the difference in scripture between what is what we call prescriptive mm-hmm. and what is descriptive yeah. so descriptive is this idea, or maybe let's start with prescriptive prescriptive is the things that we read that are prescribed in the way that we're meant to live as Christians And a lot of that actually came more out of Jesus' teaching. We're meant to love one another, serve one another, these type of things. Uh, That's prescriptive, live like this. Other things are descriptive. In other words, we're reading about uh, a group of people that were written about at a particular point in time around a particular set of circumstances or issues. and, And the writer is just describing what happens. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't learn a lesson from that, but it doesn't mean we have to copy exactly the same thing. Yeah. Now, this is interesting. This is in the church, the actual original, what, what's called deacons and how deacons were set up. Uh, and so we're not kind of saying, well, we have to do exactly the same thing that's here. But what we are saying is, what can we learn from that? And it's all about, I think, how we get organized. How do we serve? How do we serve one another? Yeah. What does the organization of the church look like? See, the apostles were very much called 
to building the church, leading, uh, uh, sending people out, setting vision. When there were some disagreements around what Jesus meant, they would get together and figure that out and pray and make decisions around that. Mm. Uh, and so that's what they need to keep doing. Yeah. And I think um, it's pretty interesting when we look at our church. So for Kyle and I, we, we feel like we've got a role that we play. And, um, you know, some people like to call me Pastor Derek or Pastor Kyle. You know how much I um, really appreciate that. Just Derek is fine. But there, there's kind of like a role that we're given. And God called us to lead the church. It means that we, we set vision. We get before the Lord and go, where are you taking us, God? And we try and communicate that in a way that's helpful to draw people to that. Yeah. Um, our role is thinking about leadership and it's about governance. How do we structure ourselves to do that the best? How do we invest in those leaders to help lead us well? And so a bunch of things that we know is, is our role. And then we've got other people that are, that are serving. We've got life space leaders. We've got uh, people looking after kids, people serving in music and youth and all these different areas that we've, mm. we've set up around. And ultimately, this is kind of like, um, I think, where Paul describes the, the function of the body. Mm. It's all about going, well, what's our part? What's your part? And that's kind of the, the question for today. What's the area that you serve in a kingdom context? But also in our family, our church family context, what does that look like? And that's what we were seeing here is how the church was getting itself organized. And I just think it'd be worth um, reading that scripture about the, the body of Christ, which Kylie's going to read from us, because it's just a great analogy that Paul has that, that really speaks to um, what we're, we're trying to share today. Mm. So do you want to read that? This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse 18. Yeah, so it says, But our bodies have many parts. And God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honourable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honour and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members, so that all the members care for each other. Because if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honoured, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that last line. Each of us mm. are part of Christ's body. And and I think, wouldn't it be amazing if, as a church, we, we figured that out? Like, we actually knew what's our part to play. When we think about that kingdom perspective, what's our part to play? And we're all functioning exactly where God wants us to be and sometimes we you know this is great because it's talking about how sometimes we elevate things being this is better than that and so we aspire to do that and not realizing that God wants us to do that <laughs> yeah, and we're not yeah. kind of playing our role and yet man imagine that if, like it's a fully functioning uh, body and so really we're, we're kind of trying to challenge you today and think about well what does that look like where do you serve what's your part in the body mm. and as we think about this kind of servant-heartedness Kylie's um, got some ideas for us around what what servant living looks like so do you want to share that with us yeah I guess it's just a couple of things to reflect on because we can talk about serving a lot but serving is very much a heart attitude and when ultimately if we say why do we serve it's because we're followers of Jesus 
And I love this idea that when Jesus came, he didn't ask us to serve him. He asked us to follow him. And so we look at how he lived his life and he was the ultimate example of a servant, a servant leader actually. And um, so just looking at some of the things to do with that for him, and I'd say the two characteristics that really stood out for me were humility and love. This idea that Jesus, and it actually says um, in Philippians that Jesus humbled himself and gave up all of his heavenly uh, position to become a slave and a servant of many, you know, and so there's this idea that if even God humbled himself to come down and be with us, be amongst us, that humility has to be at the heart of when we serve. And humility is not about being a doormat. Humility is just about preferring someone over ourselves. Mm. It's about putting someone else before us. And um, But humility always has to be with love because ultimately that's that's the cry of God's heart. We are to love God and we're to love each other. And there's so many places in the Bible it talks about love, but everything we do needs to be motivated by love. And I just had three key words that I thought we could uh, think about, especially at this time, even as we've heard Sue and Dennis's testimony and looking for opportunities to serve. And that's anyone, any way, any time. And so this idea that sometimes we can fall into the trap of being more willing to serve those who are important or those that we could um, be able to join in the spotlight with and get the recognition and the thanks and the praise for our service. But actually, that's not the heart of humility and love. The heart of humility and love is I'm serving just to serve. I'm serving to bless. I'm serving you whether in the world's eyes you're important or you're not. Mm. Like like that scripture we just read, whether you're an important part of the body or actually one of the parts we need to clothe and protect they're the people that we need to make sure we're always willing to serve, the least of these. And then um, the whole anyhow, any way. You know, sometimes we have preferred ways of serving. There are things we'd like to do, and that can once again be, you know, I'd, I'd love to serve but on the stage, or I'd love to serve, but in that, but are we prepared to serve behind the scenes? Are we prepared to serve at home? Are we prepared to serve in the menial tasks where we may not get seen? You know, because that's the real heart. Are we prepared to wash our disciples' feet as Jesus gave us the beautiful example of. And then finally, any time. I think one of the things about serving is actually having eyes to look for opportunities to serve, not always waiting to be asked if we can serve, but actually, I don't know about you, but if someone's actually just seen a need and met it for you before you've even asked, it's like a double blessing because they've taken that completely off your hands and they've had joy in meeting it. And so I guess that they're the things we wanted to leave with you today about servant-heartedness is if we have a foundation of humility and love and then we're always asking the question, will I do it for anyone? Will I do anything and am I looking for it all the time? Then that's a great framework to look for serving. Yeah, awesome. That's so good. Love that. Anyone, anyhow, anywhere. Anytime. But yes, (laughs) we can make it anywhere. So... I guess just in in wrapping this up, I wanted to reflect on this idea of where are you serving um, in a church and in a kingdom perspective, but relative to what we're facing right now. And Mm. I've been doing a lot of research on different models around change and how we respond to change. And and one which actually came from John Finkelde, a guy that um, many of you know and I walk with, and he talks about it this way. He says, there's a crisis, it's three stages. There's a crisis and then you adapt and then you reboot. And what does that look like? Now, of course, the, the crisis has started. We know 
what that's all about. But we're kind of in this adapt phase. And so rather than going, well, what does it look like to serve in the church? I mean, that's like what we know normally um, is not here at the moment. So let's not worry about that right now. Let's think about it in this adapt phase. Like we're having to do online services. We're having to do online prayer meetings and it all looks kind of different. And so um, the first question for you, I guess the, the takeaway for today in this adapt phase what does it look like to serve right now? Mm. Now, is that making sure that you're helping out with the life space video? Does it mean that you're preparing someone a meal, that you're doing a drive-by wave? I'm not sure, whatever that looks like, but how, as a, as a member of our church, in this adapt phase, can you be serving? And of course, then from there, we get to the reboot phase. Now, reboot for us is going to be, we're back on, I mean, what's exciting for us is that reboot literally is we're going to be moving locations. So we don't know when that's happening, but um, we're really excited for what that means. And and kind of thinking about, okay, let me start getting ready for, I know what I did in pre-corona. Now, as church gets back on, what does it look like for me to to serve there? Uh, And we can talk to you more about that later. It's not the time, but we'd love to, to start people just getting that heart of I'm here and I'm part of this family and God's given me gifts and there's a role I have to play in the body what does that look like and just getting kind of okay with that That, that's sort of the idea so there your takeaway thoughts for today where do I serve as we adapt where am I going to serve as we reboot Uh, and how do I think about what was going on in Acts 6 as the early church were getting themselves organized what does that look like for us today in, in, um, in 2020 thanks for listening We hope this message has encouraged and inspired you in your faith journey. If you'd like to find out more, head to our website at localcommunity.church.